0: So uh, to kick off this season of giving, um, we're, we're kicking off with, uh, with a word on giving, and the title of today's sermon is Giving People Courage. There's so many ways we can give. Sometimes we, we think small when it comes to how we can give, but there are so many ways we can give. I, I'm sure we realize this, but our words have phenomenal power. That means that we have phenomenal power. With, with our words, we have not just the opportunity, but the ability to lift hearts, to strengthen souls, to inspire people, to remind people of God's goodness, to encourage people to, to hang in there. We have that ability. We have that power. We also have the ability and the evil power. If we have superpowers, we have the evil power to tear down, to incite riots. Think about it. You have the power to incite a riot. That's a huge, like, bad superpower. You, you have the ability to tear down. What I want to talk about today is the giving of courage that we know it better as what? Encourage. But what it is is to give courage. Giving people courage. Proverbs 18.21 says this, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So today I want to give three really practical Encouragements for using your words to give courage, to give strength, and to give joy to others. But I want us to keep in mind that this message, with the emphasis on giving joy and and courage and strength to others, we can do the same to ourselves. We can build up ourselves. We can encourage our own souls. So number one of these practical ways of, of bringing encouragement, number one, use words to speak life, to build up, and to bless others. Proverbs 16.24 says this, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. All right, I, I was trying to think of like another example because like we don't eat a whole lot of honeycomb and like we don't maybe value honeycombs as much as they did in scripture. And I, I know this this is a horrible example. It just doesn't. It's, it's not big enough. But but I'm like, gracious words are like a, a like a yellow Gatorade, like a sweet just to the soul and health to the body. I couldn't think up another example. I couldn't. But I'm like, Gatorade, That's pretty great. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's not the best example. It's not my finest moment. So, so you pray and the Holy Spirit will give you, you know, your, your substitute for honeycomb. You guys, it doesn't cost us a single penny to do this, to bring sweetness to the soul. It doesn't cost us a single thing. Proverbs twelve twenty five says this, worry, anxiety, Weighs a person down, but an encouraging word cheers a person up. Hey, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just worried about blank. Think about those, those wonderful opportunities when someone is vulnerable with this and will say, I'm worried about blank. I'm heavy because of blank. I'm concerned because of this. And the opportunity we have at that moment to encourage them, to to lift them up. And and it's wide open, the means we can do this. It can be just being this awesome friend and cheerleader saying, you got this, you got this, I'm with you. You're going to make it through. You're a stud. I believe in you. God is with you. Let's pray together right now. Whatever it is, the opportunity to say, okay, Worry is weighing you down. Let, let's ask Jesus right now to lift the heaviness. Because maybe the responsibility can't be lifted. But the heaviness can. The heaviness can. And Jesus does that. Love that word today. Jesus is the lifter of our head. So timely. God was so good today in what he, he has brought so far. First Thessalonians 5.14 says this. Brothers and sisters we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. So I just want you to look at the scope of this. This is Paul basically saying, guys, church, brothers, sisters, take care of one another. Encourage one another. Have grace for one another. Pray for one another. I love just a few verses later, Paul says this, pray for me. Paul shows this vulnerability. Here's the apostle Paul, this amazing, mighty man of God. And he closes out this letter by saying, hey, pray for me. I need your prayers. I love this. I love this. I love that it says, encourage those who are timid. Timid means what? Afraid. That's the perfect answer. That's totally in my notes. Afraid. Timid means afraid. This is a time when fear tries to grip all of us. Fear tries to be heavy upon all of us. And and what Jesus is saying here is, Encourage those who are afraid. Encourage those who are battling fear. You guys, it's a, it's a remarkable power that we have. The ability just to encourage. Joshua nine says this, This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So here's the thing. If we just remind people, the Lord is with you. Right now, he's with you. Yesterday, when you went through that, he was with you. He didn't leave you alone. You weren't fighting this alone, and you're not going to fight it alone tomorrow. He is with you. We are equipped with bringing courage to people by saying, God is with you, and he loves you, and he's bigger than this. You want to know a great time to really build someone up, to really like rave about somebody and encourage them is in the midst of an introduction it's a really cool powerful time we see an example of this in Matthew in Matthew chapter 3 in the baptism of Jesus so Jesus came up from the water it says this in verse 17 and a voice from heaven said this is my son whom I love, with Him, I am well pleased. Father seized this opportunity, this introduction into the ministry of Jesus to say, that's my Son, who I love, in Him I'm well pleased. Talk about just, just strengthening of the soul. Talk about everyone else going, okay. This is, this is an awesome guy. This, this is the son of God. So let's think about this from a practical standpoint. I really don't want, like this moment right now, let's, let's think practically. When we're introducing somebody to somebody, let's say, um, you know, Hawk has never met Byron, and I'm introducing him. What an incredible opportunity to go, Byron, this is Hawk. He is a stinking stud. This guy is true blue. He is loyal. He is big-hearted. He is hard-working. He is such a good husband. Just loves his bride. He's a good father. You're very fortunate right now to be meeting him. And Hawk, this is Byron. And Byron, and to rave about and go, there you go. So glad you guys could meet. I'm serious. You know who's good at that? I'm not good at that. You know who's like phenomenal at that? Dave Powers. Dave is so good at that. He just builds you up. I'm like, oh my gosh, so good. That, that's what the Father's doing with Jesus here. He is raving about Jesus in the midst of the introduction. You guys, it builds up our soul. Have you ever had your day, the course of your day changed because of an encouragement? Because of just someone going, Hey, what's wrong? Oh, my you know, boss, you know, blah, 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 and said this and that, and actually said that I wasn't working hard. I work harder than anyone in this place. And then you go, absolutely. You're one of the hardest-working people I know. Well, you know what, that boss, maybe they're having a moment, I don't know. What I do know is that you're awesome, is that you're hardworking and you're faithful. And and let me just pray for you right now. Lord, Just would you just encourage my friends? Lord, just the words that came against them, just let it slide away. And Lord, build them up and let them know that they are awesome and that you're with them. Sometimes we, we super spiritualize stuff when God's like, I, I'm giving you a practical truth here. You can apply it every single day. So let me give you guys just a really cool personal example. It's just one of those like, things. It, it is personal to me, so I find it like really funny. So I had surgery recently, and um, when you have surgery, you're not supposed to lift heavy stuff. And so, um, so we needed water at church, so there were water bottles. And so I sent a message to the team saying, hey, you guys, the water bottles got filled up, so they're at the church. And then um, Marie responded, and she's like, um, when you have surgery, you're not supposed to lift stuff that's more than 10 pounds, and I'm pretty sure those things are like 40 pounds. So then I, resp- I reply, I'm like, I, I give you my word. I promise when I went to Home Depot, I had some guy carry these bottles and put them in my car. And when I got here, I went and found Ryan, uh, who's uh, the o- owner of the building, his son. I got Ryan and I said, Ryan, I just had surgery. Would you lift these out of my car and put them in, in the foyer for me? And I'm like, I promise I did not lift those. And she sent me the coolest attaboy. She's like, good job. And she sent me a chicken biscuit from... From uh, Chick-fil-A. So there's this, like little reward. Like, you just got a reward. I'm like, what's the reward? The most random attaboy I've ever gotten is you just got a chicken biscuit. <laughs> I laughed, and I <laughs> laughed, and she was like, well, good job. She's like, <laughs> and it was hilarious, and it lifted my spirit. It was so funny. You guys, think about, like, laughter and how it brings joy to the soul. Think about encouragement. Think about just those thoughtful little gestures that we can do. So thank you for that again. That was so, so cool. Alright, number two. We need to learn the arts of a good delivery. In baseball, we got a former baseball stud right over here in Anthony. The difference between a good pitcher And a great picture can be delivery. We have an awesome pilot over here. So to use another analogy, the most dangerous part of any airplane flight is the landing. And just before the landing, they talk about the approach. The approach is critical for a successful landing. Your approach with words is critical to a successful relationship. Especially when we're engaging in a tough conversation, especially when we're dealing with a possibly touchy subject or difficult subject. The approach matters. During this time, our, our words matter even more. Our delivery matters. Think about this. Think about the tone. The, the tone of kindness or care or concern that can be in our words that can make all the difference. That tone, that approach, it can either put people on the defensive or it can totally set them at ease. It can disarm them so that they are wide open and they're able to receive because they know they can trust you with this sensitive part of their heart. The approach matters. Proverbs 18.20 says this, Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words Bring satisfaction. So I, I read an article, and it was really cool. And so I just want to read quickly. It talked about the value of using these type of phrases. And so I thought these were really cool. These aren't like my original thoughts, but they're really good, and I, I want to apply these. So three phrases when having a challenging conversation. Number one, the phrase, let me share with you what I'm seeing. Let me share with you what I see. That statement isn't accusatory. That statement isn't condemning. It says, I'm simply sharing my observations about this situation. The second one was, here's my concern. See, I like this one because, number one, it shows that that I care, that that I care, that I have a concern. With this, you're simply sharing your concerns and your care about the situation. And then number three, this one's fantastic. Can you help me understand? Because what it does right now, it says, I, I want to hear from you. I want, I want to understand. Can you help me understand this? The statement acknowledges that you may not have the whole picture and invites other people to share their perspective. So one thing I use all the time when I talk about communication is message, timing, and delivery. If we, if we want our approach to be good, if we want our delivery to be good, message, timing, and delivery are crucial. So check this out. Proverbs 25, we're going to read 11, then we're going to read 13, then we're going to read 15. We're going to skip a verse. We're going to skip 12. We're going to skip 14. Not that they're bad verses. They're wonderful verses. They're full of life, but, but they just don't make my points like these three do. This theme of message... Timing and delivery is contained in these three Proverbs. So Proverb twenty five eleven. Timely advice is lovely. Everyone say lovely. I don't think we use lovely enough, just for the record. We, we need to make that happen online, make that happen. Lovely. Timely advice is lovely. Like golden apples in a silver basket or a case of yellow Gatorade. Okay, I'm just I'm trying to make that happen too. That's not going to happen. Timely advice is lovely. That's the timing issue. Skip a verse, verse 13. Trustworthy messengers refresh like snow in the summer. Ah, oh, love that. They revive the spirit of their employer. Message, and then verse 15. Patience can persuade a prince and soft speech can break bones or what this is saying is it can crush strong opposition. Message timing and delivery. So here's my encouragement. Let's work at being true and encouraging in our message. Let's work at being thoughtful and patient in our timing. And let's work at being kind and gentle in our delivery. And just for the record, you can still be strong and serious while being kind. You can can do both. I can do both. Kindness is one of those things that the older I get, the more I value. Because kindness is just such a thoughtful characteristic of Christ. And I think it's something that... I just didn't value as much as a younger man. And I so value it now. Just kindness is so beautiful. So number three, when it talks about giving people courage, number three, do it a ridiculously frequent amount of times. Do it often. Do it 42 times a day, 43, 44, 45, do it frequently, encourage, encourage, You. Got, it, it, so let's think about this, I, I really think about all these ways, so um, Bella, I'm targeting you, If I want to encourage her, I can encourage her in so many ways. I can encourage her um, in strengths that she has. I can talk. I can say, I can say, you are such a good artist. I love looking at what you draw. Your attention to detail is so cool. That's really what separates you from a lot of other artists I see is you just got incredible attention to detail. I can, I can encourage her physically. like, your smile, it's huge, lights up the room. It's awesome. Smile all the time because your smile is phenomenal. Like, right? Totally. I mean, yeah. I can encourage her in Christ. Hey, teenage years are rough. The end of high school sometimes can be rough. The transition into the next things God has can sometimes be rough. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He'll let you know what's next. You don't got to worry about it. You're not crafting your future anyways. It's God who's crafting your future. Just keep your eyes on Him. He's going to unfold it. I, I mean, how many ways can we encourage someone? We could be like, Your jacket, it's awesome. I love your jacket. Those shoes are awesome. Cool earrings. I, that's usually what girls say. I've heard, I've heard it before. Cool earrings. You guys get the point. Do it to family. Do it to friends. Do it to strangers. Do it to celebrities. i purposed in my mind, next celebrity I meet, I'm totally going to encourage that dude or that, that woman. I, I am. I'm just going to be like, your music's awesome. Your sense of panache is incredible. Your podcast is awesome. I love it. I listen to it all the time. Whatever. I'm just going to like encourage. And be like, there you go. Be encouraged. Nice podcast. We can encourage anybody. We can encourage anybody anywhere. We can encourage people of of higher standing for us. Honestly, I'm, I'm trying to encourage, anytime I see a police officer, I'm trying to encourage him. This, this is the honest truth. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your service. You're appreciated. You're making a difference. You're making an impact. I'm praying for you. Actually, I'm gonna pray for you right now. Lord, bless our marriage, their family, their relationships. Bless them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Ha <laughs> I just prayed for you, didn't you? Sometimes if you tell them you're going to pray, they say no. But you just got to press through. Um, Veterans Day. For, let me look around. I know we have Eric and Andy, and I don't know who else is out there. Thank you to our veterans. Thank you for your service. Thank you for, for your stand, your faithfulness, your service, your heart. Thank you. Thank you for, for I, I know it was last week, but that was okay. We can, we can thank you all the time. And here's the thing, and I, I honestly mean this, guys. And when we're doing this 42, 43, 44, 45 times, be sincere every time. Be sincere every time. We can be sincere in just building someone up and the result is going to be someone who just floats out of the room with their spirits lifted high and their soul lightened. I, I, one little soapbox area. Yeah. Can I share this real quick? This is just one of those things. And when someone shares good news with you, celebrate it right then and there. Celebrate it. Don't, don't, I, I think, and I, here's why I say this, most of the time someone's like, oh, let me tell you this, such great news, blah, 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 and then you're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah for me. And it's like, that's, like, don't, don't blow, don't blah, blah, blah your stuff. That's not the time to blah, blah, blah your stuff. Celebrate, celebrate that good news they just shared right then and there. That's incredible. That's incredible. All right, I'm probably going to get the phrasing messed up. But um, Shannon, I celebrate you, who is now a nurse practitioner. Is that right? So that is awesome. She has is graduated the right phrase. And was it yesterday? That's awesome. Congratulations. So when someone has good news, let's celebrate it with them. Honestly, like my fantasy football team just beat Anthony's today. Well, I mean, it hadn't happened yet, but, you know, like, if that were to happen, celebrate that with me or celebrate it with Anthony. So, fantasy football. All right. Um, Kara, could you come up here real quick? Um, yeah, just to to kind of close us out. I, I know I've been lighthearted and... and try to be super personal just with the ways that I'm sharing this and it's because I don't want us to super spiritualize the uh, execution of this topic but I'm I'm perfectly fine with us super spiritualizing the results of this topic the results are it meets a tangible need encouraging someone Giving courage to people is not just a nice thing to do, it actually meets a need for their soul, for nourishing to someone's soul, and we all need it. We all need it. We, we often want to be used by the Lord, and we often want to say, Lord, what would you have me do today? And I'm telling you right now, you can take this to the bank 24-7. His his response could always include, just would you encourage everyone that I bring across your path? Would you encourage them? Would you write a card? Would you send a a birthday card, which my mom is phenomenal at. Do you guys know that she does that for Impact Rock? She sends the anniversary cards and the birthday cards, and she's incredible. Mom, well done. You're so great at that. Could you write like a little handwritten note? Joy is incredible at that. Marie's incredible at that because she got it from her mom who's incredible at that. Could you pick up the phone and say, hey, I just want to pray for you. Hawk is awesome at that. Hawk is awesome at calling me and saying, hey, I'm just going to pray for you right now. You sent me that text, let me know you're struggling. I'm praying for you, but I want to pray for you now. Awesome at that. Texting a prayer. Christine's awesome at that. Like, just encouraging, like, just encouraging face-to-face encouragement. Andy's really incredible at that. There's so many ways of encouraging. I was encouraged today when, when I saw Talia, and she, like, runs toward me and gives me a hug. I'm like, just made my day. It's early in the morning, but I don't know that anything will get better than that. That was awesome. So many ways to encourage. I tried to encourage Candace when I saw her this morning and just standing next to her to let her know I missed her. And it's good to see her and just being funny there with her. And it builds our soul and we need it. It's not just niceties. It's, it's a need. So as we engage people this week, let's be authentically lavish genuinely extravagant with our praise, with our encouragement, with our building up, with our inspiration. Let's be thoughtful to seize that moment. Let's give thought to what are some of the ways I can do this? What are the of scenarios I'm going to face this week where I can encourage. Let's be opportunistic. I kind of envision the father going, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be awesome. G- John's going to dunk Jesus under the water and as soon as Jesus comes up, I'm letting everyone know that's my boy. I can see the, the father just chomping at the bit going, he's up. That's my son. I love him. I'm well pleased with him. He gave thought to it. He planned it. And the minute Jesus came up, he encouraged Jesus with that let's give thought let's bless let's build and let's work hard on that delivery that that, that piece might be challenging that message that timing that delivery Let's, let's really give thought to that what we say matters but also how we say it matters as well this is the season of giving I think I started in late October the giving of candy But that is not sermon worthy. The giving of candy is nice, but doesn't deserve a sermon. The giving of courage, that's a message that every one of us can own and every one of us can walk out. Amen.